0: Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. Every morning when I go to brush my teeth, there, that's not even the funny part, there's a mirror in the bathroom. As I expect, every day when I look in that mirror, I see, you guessed it, me. As I continue to get ready, I get my clothes out of the closet and I get dressed. There is a full-length mirror on the closet door. And yes, as you might expect, I look in the mirror. And again, like magic, there I am. On any given day when I'm looking for it, not paying attention to it maybe, I see my reflection in windows, doors, mirrors, and sometimes even shiny things like my phone screen. Our worlds are full of, wait for it, us. We can say otherwise, but in so many ways, it's hard not to be the center of our own world. Our brains think our thoughts. Our actions are based on our beliefs. The foods we eat, except for sometimes when we are graciously accepting food from others, is almost based on the food that we prefer. I think you get my point. We pretty much, well I would say we very much are consumed on a daily basis by us. So what happens when in our efforts to practice a faith tradition like Unitarian Universalism, we intentionally try to live with a generosity of spirit? My colleague Victoria Weinstein captured what that means in these words from her reading To no surprise, titled, Generosity of Spirit, the purpose of church is to encourage all who gather there to grow more generous in spirit and in action. This is the great end of all the world's faith traditions, to bring the human being closer to the divine by acts of creation and compassion. And here's another description that I love that I found from the Wellington College website. To have a generosity of spirit is to act with kindness, to be open and willing to share with others without any expectation of receiving something back in return. It means to celebrate the success and efforts of others without envy or resentment. Our monthly theme this month is generosity, and as I thought about these descriptions, I thought about how easy it is to be wrapped up in one's own world, one's own thoughts, one's own beliefs, and most challenging of all, one's own certainty. I thought about what's happening in the world, all over the world, in our community, in other countries, in the current world. Hotspots. Anywhere there is conflict and disagreement, I thought, how can we possibly act with kindness? Be open to and willing to share with others without expectation of receiving something back in return. How can we celebrate the success and efforts of others without envy or resentment? And how can we live with a spirit of generosity if we do not live first with a spirit of curiosity. It's so easy to see the world as a reflection of ourselves. Let me illustrate. I had a friend in seminary. He was a good friend, the two of us, well, um, I would say if you wanted to draw a picture of two extroverts in conversation, that would have been us in class. We often raised our hands first, got into debating various points of brilliance, (laughs) hello, and generally at times monopolizing the conversation. One day it got a little too heated, and we realized that it might be good for us to sit down and cool off. That day I made a vow. I vowed to myself that I would go to the next class, and every time I wanted to say something, I wouldn't raise my hand. Instead, I would wait and write down what it was that I wanted to say, but then wait to see how others responded if my friend and I gave the time and space for that to happen. Certainly, that was a moment of deep realization of all kinds of things my privilege, my entitlement, our shared patriarchy on the loose. But most importantly, I think it was a moment where I learned that being curious and listening to what others had to say brought thoughts and feelings and learnings I never would have experienced if I hadn't sat down and shut my mouth. Now, for those of you who know me, this is still very much a practice. That's not funny. (laughs) However, the level of my intention around being curious and supporting a spirit of curiosity increases all the time because honestly, I am not sure how we are going to live in this world or be generous with our spirit if curiosity is not something that we practice. In his article, Get Curious Before You Get Furious, four tips for dealing with frustrating co-workers. (laughs) I wasn't talking about you. (laughs) Clinical psychologist Gary Brandt says, to avoid angry eruptions, it helps to be aware of your mounting frustration. Learn to recognize your body's emotional clues. For example, when you get angry, does your face flush? I'm not gonna ask for hands. Do your neck and shoulders tighten? Does your breathing pattern change perhaps more rapid or shallow? He tells us this because our awareness of how we're feeling is really important. But it's the next step that's vital to practicing a spirit of curiosity when dealing with conflict of frankly any kind of difference. He says, assumptions are fleeting thoughts without factual support that we accept as true. Assumptions are fleeting thoughts without factual support that we accept as true. Challenge your initial impulses. Does this person really have something against you? How do you know? Are they really that bad a person? Or are you filling in the gaps that you think might be true? Do you have any information beyond personal opinion or anecdotal data to support your beliefs? Filling in the gaps of our knowledge with negatives is a natural human tendency and easy to do, he says. But it can lead to relationships based on false assumptions that fuel misunderstandings. So why not assume you don't know the whole story? Decide to withhold your judgment until you do and beware of others who want to finish or embellish that story for you. A spirit of curiosity that leads to the spirit of generosity is incredibly hard, an incredibly important spiritual practice. So often the lack of curiosity of spirit doesn't lead to living generously and loving, especially when fed by assumptions grounded in our own certainty, fed by an unwillingness to move beyond what we Know about all kinds of things like religion and politics and policies and people. The narrow approach can lead to so many problems and we are seeing it exploding right now in this world. There's another article I was reading. It's why curious people have better relationships. And psychologist Jill Sudy was... Uh, talking about a study by someone right here at George Mason his name's Todd Casden and he's the director of the well being oops sorry well being laboratory at George Mason she says curiosity can be difficult of course sometimes we're afraid of interacting with those who are different from us who might seem intimidating in some way maybe they are super attractive intelligent accomplished or cool but giving into these obstacles will more likely lead to remorse than happiness because Kasdan says what we know from science is that our greatest regrets don't come from trying and failing but not from trying at all this inaction bothers us more he says instead he argues the road to a good life is paved with curiosity If we seek to uncover what's most interesting in each other, we will augment our relationships, and that in turn will lead to more happiness. You may not be able to change your happiness by turning a dial, but you can change your curious mindset. You can make yourself more curious, and in the moment, that will make a big difference in your life. So if one of the primary reasons for doing this church thing let's not argue about the word is to encourage all who gather to grow more generous in spirit and action what if this is really one of the greatest callings of all the world's faith traditions to bring human beings closer to the divine by acts of creation and compassion what if in these days of such anxiety about the world so many differences that we are trying to navigate what if we truly try to practice a faith tradition where the generosity is one of our core values and being generous by acting with abundant kindness and being open and willing to share with others without any expectation of receiving something back in return would that not mean that we are practicing what it means to care about each other to ask questions and not so easily make assumptions in these days of trial and challenge in these days where we are doing what we can within these walls and beyond to reach out in love reaching out in love doesn't mean walking into the room and knowing all the answers Reaching out in love is not always centering the world on ourselves. And as we practice curiosity, our potential for generosity does grow. And let me tell you, it is easy to slip back in to being the one with your hands up and the answer on the tip of your tongue. But what I also know, as a practicing Unitarian Universalist, I want everyone who enters into this place, who watches us online, who has any interaction with UUCF, to as much as possible feel safe, feel seen, feel whole, feel brave, feel loved, and feel like they belong in order for that to happen in this world. A little more spirit of curiosity leading to practicing a spirit of generosity could possibly even help us all. May that be so. And amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To listen to more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org worship hyphen services and scroll down to sermon podcasts.